0: Hi there welcome back to the whole home podcast shout out to misty harger of the family room if you like the music you hear on the podcast you can listen to the whole album on youtube just search for the family room the shepherd the table the home and now back to this week's guest angel george And are you ready for what's next, Angel? Let's do it. (laughs) Okay, lucky you. I have a new game. This one is called Never Have I Ever. Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) So you have to say, never have I ever, if you have not done this, or whatever you want to say, if you have, you can say have. Okay, Angel, have you ever been out of the country? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) You don't remember? (laughs) I have. Okay. Angel, have you ever eaten dirt? never have i ever (laughs) have you ever fallen down in public yes (laughs) have you ever broken a bone yes have you ever built your own fire never have i ever have you ever licked a plate yes (laughs) have you ever had a pet fish yes and a hermit crab you just told me (laughs) have you ever written a letter yes have you ever lost your child in public oh gosh (laughs) yes (laughs) Have you ever stayed up an entire night through? Oh, yes. Have you ever rolled down a hill? Yes. Way to go. Yes. Have you ever played Scrabble? Yes. Have you ever toilet papered someone's home? Never have I ever. Have you ever laughed so hard you cried? Yes. Have you ever burned yourself with a curling iron? Yes. Have you ever been ice skating? Yes. Have you ever snuck out of the house? Yes. Have you ever had a manicure? Yes. Have you ever locked your keys in your car? never have i ever have you ever baked a cake from scratch yes have you ever danced on a stage yes have you ever danced on a stage solo uh never (laughs) have i ever okay (laughs) that's it for that one well done okay this is the five minute game oh boy and let's try to get through okay turn in the timer is there a tradition your household observes uh, yes. Uh,
1: at Christmas time, we have these little wise men that do not stay in the manger, but they travel.
0: Oh, yeah. I love that. I actually did that last did year. Did you? It's so fun. Because of you. All right. If you had 10 times your budget, what would you spend it on? Oh, gosh. um, All the organization things. <laughs> <laughs> If you could become an expert in something, what would it be? Oh, um, speaking. OK, is there anything people sometimes misunderstand about you? Um, that I'm gracious. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Say two words that describe you. Oh, gosh, I don't
1: even know. Um, crazy <laughs> and um, mm, I don't even know. Fun.
0: Yeah, I think fun. <laughs> okay. That's what came to my mind. <laughs> okay. OK, what was a recent problem you solved? How to make a 50s dress look like a spider. Oh, my. (laughs) (laughs) Not even going to ask. All right. What is your exact favorite spot in your home? um, So
1: there's a, a bench at a window that I sit at and have coffee in the morning with Mike. Nice. Okay. What are you reading? I am reading the Paris
0: Seamstress. What is your favorite soup? Probably cheddar broccoli. Is there a lie of the enemy you tend to believe? That I'm not good enough. Do you have a favorite recent memory? I think the last time we went to Utah, Park City. Uh, if you were going to write a book, what would it be
1: about? What not to do. <laughs> <laughs> what not to do for what? Um, parenting. <laughs> okay,
0: parenting. What's your go-to
1: karaoke song? Oh, gosh. I, um, I don't have one.
0: Okay. Uh, what's a fun recipe you've tried? um so it's korean barbecue oh that's fun. it's very easy and very good it's easy i like yeah. that what is your top vacation spot this year
1: well we're not gonna go but park city would be but duck
0: yeah <laughs> with my sister what is your current podcast listen um whole home for sure hey. and then i love femina oh yeah nancy wilson if i ran into you at a restaurant in the town or in the city what would it be um
1: hmm. there's so many good ones we love tulsi
0: and okay. Carrytown. it's indian Okay, I've never been there. Um, Do you journal? No, used to. What is a place in Scripture encouraging to you? Mm.
1: Um, Job, weirdly enough. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) When God is speaking to Job Mm. and he tells him all about himself and how he's done all these things. It's just the download from like just all the things he's done and that we haven't done. And that is super encouraging to me. Yeah. What is a book or resource that has influenced you? The Bible. <laughs> I know it's an easy one, but it's literally the top. I would say another one, um, Practical Theology for Women mm-hmm. was hugely healing for me mm. um, a couple years ago.
0: Who wrote that? Oh, gosh. I do not yeah. remember. Right I mean, it's now. OK. You it's have okay. to
1: look it up. Two musicians on your playlist. The only ones that come to mind. At, so Side note: I don't do playlists very much, but the (laughs) weekend, okay, uh, some of the songs, and then uh, I have Justin Bieber on there as well. (laughs) literally i do not listen to music very much what song angel (laughs) what what do we need to know about you i
0: don't know come on the ones that
1: aren't very very bad um but i cannot remember right off the top of my i I literally listen to podcast i don't listen to like now charlotte mike and kaylee Uh are the music people okay but i can ride and not hear a thing Uh i just listen and
0: pray and Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. Super. (laughs) Again, I can be very quiet. Uh, Do you have any home edit projects? Uh, A whole house. Yeah. Why
1: is that? Yeah, well, we just bought a house in June, and it is a f- major fixer-upper. Mm. And so we, we move in September, but it is new roof, new windows, new flooring. Oh, man. The whole nine yards almost. Are you going to try to tackle it,
0: or are you hiring out? We're,
1: we're hiring some wonderful people, and a yeah. lot of them from our church. So
0: awesome, hugely uh, okay. helpful. What books do you want more people to read? Oh, I don't know.
1: Uh, Practical theology for women was hands down like hugely probably the top book that was most helpful to me.
0: Yeah. What's your middle name? Uh, Marie. <laughs> it's changed actually, so yeah, several times. Oh, several. <laughs> yes. Okay. Ask Angel. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: uh, what is the last skill you learned besides spider? <laughs> right. Um. Editions of spider. Yeah. How to add fabric to a a cloak. Okay no what is something in your life more challenging than you expected oof parenting do you have a hero uh probably mike do you collect anything
1: spider webs (laughs) wait what (laughs) it seems like they collect me i think okay okay (laughs) no i don't have anything all right what was your last meal it was a taco something that mike made last night and what is something you're passionate about jesus Ding. It's the easy answer, but yeah, it's yeah. true.
0: <laughs> Do you like A's angel? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> totally joking. All right. Well, let's do it. Let's jump into your garden okay. and please share. I don't know if you want to share your new neighborhood or the one you came from, whatever you want to share. Well, um, yeah, now we are in Westover Hills. We, oh gosh, we have, this will be our
1: 17th move. Side oh, note. Oh,
0: wow. Wait, who's we? Like you uh, and my. Our I- family.
1: Yes. Oh my. So, yeah. So you're saying like where we live right now, right? Okay. Let's just stay there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> 10 of those moves, Charlotte has been with us. Okay. So our oldest daughter, Charlotte, she is a trooper. No, (laughs) I'm like, can we, Lord, can we just settle here? Mm -hmm. I would, that would be my heart, would be to settle here. But hold your hands loosely, you know, Mm -hmm. open and plans loosely. Yeah. So yeah, Seventy two moves. And you said you, did you, have you moved in yet? Uh, We have not. So we are actually renting right now a street off of the the spot we just bought. So that's cool Mm because it's literally right there. But it's one of those things that we that's a whole god story in itself the Mm -hmm. the it's all god story but um we were trying to sell our previous house and with the market it was so crazy um and we're like you know let's just go over here our realtor lived in that area and so we just went over there and um we're looking around and this house was for rent and we're like oh we hadn't even thought about renting yeah and called the owner and started talking to him. And he was like, you'll never believe, like I almost sold this to my pastor. And it was just a crazy set of circumstances and coincidences, but not really coincidences. You know the Lord and you know how he works. Um, And so I was like, oh my goodness. And we walked in and it was just perfect for Mm. what we needed. They had been the best landlord. Yeah, and then seeing that that was right behind us and step to it, we're like, it's a big project, but let's do it, so. Hopefully we'll
0: be there. We'll be there forever. It's our forever (laughs) home until the Lord says another home. (laughs) Yeah. So we'll see. And you said September is your plan to be all the way there?
1: Yes. Our windows are the last things to be put in. And
0: um, we have
1: an awesome family from the church. And they have their own window company. So we got windows from them. Okay. So are your girls with you? Who's in your household? Yes. So it's my husband, Mike, and Charlotte, um is our oldest daughter, and then Kaylee. Okay. Oh, and a cat.
0: And we a, cat. a cat. Wait, you had more than one cat. That's we did. We had
1: two cats, but Echo passed away, Aww. and we have the one still, Captain Captain America. Yeah, is his full name. <laughs> awesome.
0: All right. How long have you been
1: coming to Remnant, and who invited you? 2014 was when we started coming, and I guess I don't know who invited us. Actually. Okay. Isn't that funny? Yeah. I mean, I don't. I think we knew of it because it was a plant from our old church, and nobody was like pressing us to come. So, God invited us. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I Do like that I can... <laughs> very much.
0: That's very funny. Um, well, part of my story is that I ended up changing colleges and going to Baylor University, and I don't remember how I got there. Oh. I'm like, I don't remember when the idea came in my. I have a I don't lot remember of that. Yeah. yeah, it's unfortunate, but.
1: I need to try to, I don't, I don't know how to fix that.
0: Yeah, (laughs) me neither, me neither. All right, we're going to, we're going to dig in now. Here's the nitty gritty. We're going to start at planning and those are your desires and dreams, Angel. Go ahead and share one. I would, the biggest thing
1: for me is that we will look back and Mike Mike and I will be serving the Lord joyfully and faithfully. So we're planning to that, like with the girls as well, like wanting That's our desire is to see that we are, you know, our last day joyfully, faithfully serving him um, and that our girls will have gentlemen that love the Lord, um, that he will bring them husbands that know the Lord, love the Lord and really uh, lead their family well. And then that will allow them to, you know, do the same. Yeah. Hopefully at old, old age, (laughs) that would be my desire. And my dream would be that Mike and I are just sitting rocking very old and then going (laughs) into church and seeing people and doing all the things and serving people well and having them over. And yeah, joyfully, though, is the biggest thing Mm -hmm. for me, I think, at this point.
0: I was struck by when you share these with me, sometimes ladies put sort of planning or desire, like things that are sort of right in front of them. And then mm. you pick the long game, yeah. you pick the long term. So is this a thing? Well, it's something you have to wait for, obviously. Mm-hmm. But do you see it more as a heartbeat? Like how much is this at play in your daily life?
1: Yeah, it's every day. It's yeah. it's daily redirecting my own desires. And also it's like confessing and repenting quickly. There's a lot of like what I want to do and like even talking to Mike of this is how I want to parent I want to parent essentially I'm parenting out of fear sometimes and I don't want to parent that way because that's not helpful so I have to know if if I want them to rely on the Lord it's not me Mm -hmm. I'm not dictating certain things but I want them to understand that he is always there and I know this sounds really like negative but when they were younger I would tell them, like, I may not be here forever, but he will be here forever. So you never have to worry. You're never going to be alone. Um, But I think that's just from the early age with my mom passing away so early. I realized very, you know, early on that you're not promised your parents. But he is always there, you know. So
0: So you're saying for you, your children are very much entwined to the – vision that you have for you and Mike
1: yes well because they're in our home right now Mm -hmm. it's an everyday living out you know what does that look like and we're interacting in a way that I want I want Mike and I to be there joyfully obediently serving the Lord but I also want them that same thing I want them to have husbands that love the Lord, that they love the Lord. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe they don't. You know, maybe the Lord doesn't bless them with a husband for the full, you know, time. I'm not promised Mike, you know, in that. But my desire would be that they would be old and gray, sitting just like Mike and I. Yeah. But what does that look like in our everyday? It's the
0: reliance on him.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So, how do you approach that now with your children? Are you more? Are you finding as time goes by, you've learned to be more hands off, or do you talk about marriage with like them? Or are you? Kind of have you learned because you were saying you things were done for you Mm -hmm. how do you do that with them
1: yeah definitely well it's an ongoing thing every day looks a little different but as things come up being very intentional with directing thoughts I'm very thankful that they are actually open and discussing oh I mean at 16 and almost 22 years old they are having good conversations with us, so they're allowing us to be part of, you know, what they're going through. So we actually have the opportunity to speak into that. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and telling them it's good to love your husband well. It's you know, Michael say, If you turn your head, this won't be awkward and he'll give me a big old kiss or something. So (laughs) but I never saw that, you know, growing up. That that's a good thing, Mm -hmm. you know, for them to see a healthy, thriving
0: relationship. And sometimes you don't kissing your kids in front of your daughters or wait, kissing, kissing. you <laughs> kissing your husband in front of your daughter. Yes. That didn't make any sense. Yes.
1: yes. But um yeah, but not just a little peck on the cheek, you know, yeah. it's like but it's obviously not super awkward either. Yeah, there are yeah, some yeah. things that are private, but but you know, it's it's showing them what true like um relationship looks like. You mm-hmm. know, and it's not this like hidden thing, but it's this beautiful this is what it's supposed to look like not what the culture is saying you know that only certain people can have this kind of a relationship you Mm -hmm. know but it's like no in a like god-ordained relationship between a husband and a wife it's a beautiful thing and we want them to see it as a a glorious thing to step to yeah so you know age appropriate obviously yeah yeah
0: well i appreciate you brought that up because i remember your husband my husband went to your husband for counsel one time on raising teenager daughters and that's one of the things that he shared and we Mm. recognized how important that is and and tried to uh follow your family's leading in that of just displaying like this is this is what you should long for and expect Mm -hmm. from a godly marriage is love and like the not just an internal but an external modeling of that too so Thank you for that. So back to your, you said confessing and repenting Mm. quickly, you just slipped that in really quickly. Was that something that you decided on like as a method in your household? Or was there a conversation that you had about like, we got to do something different?
1: Yeah, no, it wasn't something that we talked about early on. But it's definitely something that has been a desire of mine, and a need, because I think, the way that I was raised, you know, talking back about, you don't talk to people about your struggles, you know, Mm -hmm. um, but we all have those things that we're trying to work through. So it's like confessing first and foremost to the Lord. And a lot of times that's all you need to do is confessing to him, you know, with your struggle. But then also there are times that you're confessing to your spouse or confessing and being held accountable, you know, to somebody else asking them to hold you accountable for certain things. So, there's a beauty in the relationship mm-hmm. of us walking together yeah. where a lot of times we want to just kind of withdraw and hold back and not say what we're really struggling with, but especially with my anxiety of the past, really realizing like if I'm starting to feel that I can go to my husband and say, hey, I'm really starting to feel this. Can you pray with me about this? Or can you help me?
0: Yeah.
1: Or why am I feeling like this? Or you know, sometimes it's just me whiling out and going, ah, I'm really struggling with <laughs> this. And then he'll be like, okay, let's settle down. And so it's confessing it. And then re- um, repenting is the big thing because I don't wanna just say what I'm doing,
2: mm-hmm. but
1: I wanna repent, I wanna turn from it. And that's something that I've been learning. It's like, I don't wanna just say I'm sorry to the girls yeah. um, or to Mike. But I actually want to try to obey the way that the Lord has has for me already and desires for me to obey so that, mm-hmm. you know, takes it to a whole new level. But that's being seen and known fully, you know, in certain contexts. Like if right. we confess and we're repenting, we're really vulnerable and raw in that but it's a good place to be Mm -hmm. because that's when you really can the lord can do the work in that you know which is what where he wants us to be instead of Mm -hmm. holding on to it and going oh it's not a big deal or it's so easy to do say it's not a big deal 100 percent and that's what i've been realizing it's so much easier to say it's it's not a big deal just you know throw it to the side but it is a big deal Mm -hmm. and it ends up being a huge monster sometimes Yep. so well, doing it quickly <laughs>
0: yeah i appreciate that you put it in this top category because you're acknowledging <laughs> the dreams that you have for the future of your old age legacy it actually matters what you do yes each it day. Does. yep uh, yeah.
1: yeah yeah and you cannot sweep it under the rug or make yourself busy i've done both of those mm-hmm. and it did not go well for me but the lord in his gracious Mercy has like really shown me, give it to me. Mm -hmm. Like, yes, you're struggling with this. Don't sweep it under the rug and don't be so busy that you can't deal with it and mm-hmm. really recognize it and give it to me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so he's been teaching. me. That.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Give it to me, child. Yeah. I got it. <laughs> what would be if I'm trying to think of this question on this spot. So sweeping under the rug, I feel like that's an effort on our part. We have mm-hmm. to like deliberately like keep something under there almost. I think I've heard an analogy. It might have been Tim Keller, like sin when we're suppressing sin. It's like that beach ball in the water mm-hmm. that it's like an active thing. So it's not going to be like, well, I swept it under. It's just going to stay under the carpet it till the end of time like with sin you've got to actively stay under the rug stay under the rug stay Mm -hmm. under the rug stay under the rug but yet sometimes i think of that as less work than what you're saying is when we confess Mm -hmm. like immediate jesus already paid it that's right there's not going to be that continuous long game effort where we somehow have to manage Mm the sin like jesus immediately paid it immediate fellowship and restoration is there for us yeah and um so it's just such a lie
1: yes it is and it and it's also it's not only a lie but it's a misunderstanding of who god is yeah like we see him as sometimes a dictator like you must do this or i'm gonna just cut you off mm-hmm. um and he is such a good father yeah. a gracious father a beautiful representative i mean he is the embodiment of all things good yeah. so why would we not go to him it's because we don't understand yeah you know and That's been my prayer. The only thing, I mean, yeah, we don't understand. So what do we do with that? Like we ask him to help us understand what that looks
0: like. Yep. Yeah, so you wrote in your notes and I don't know if you mentioned it yet, you said in that section that our legacy will be that the Lord was glorified in every area of our life. Can you yes. just clarify that that legacy that you're dreaming about? At
1: the end of the day, I want to look back and not just be somebody who was like, "Oh, she looked godly." Mike actually just spoke to this a little bit, but that I was a godly woman, like mm-hmm. I was somebody who glorified and honored the Lord in everything. And that's even in my inconsistency. Yeah. Because, like that's that's the thing that i did not receive growing up was okay. uh you know what i screwed up here and i'm sorry mm-hmm. and let's let's go forward we're a team let's, like it's like Let's work on this. I, w- I want to reconcile that. And so that's hugely important for me is to, like, I, I want him glorified even in the failings. He's the one that's faithful.
2: Mm-hmm. He's
1: the one that's steady. I may not be, but I desire to be like him. I desire to be steady, to be faithful. I'm not, I'm not that on my yeah. best day, but he is. So I want to seek to honor him in that. And that requires me to do the work of... Asking him to reveal it, and then also stepping to it when I know what I need to do, whether it's settling down mm-hmm. and not whiling out on my kid, you know, and getting frustrated because they interrupted me for the umpteenth time. But yeah. thank thank the Lord that I have a child to, you know, like have an interruption. You know, it's the little things. It's just a change of heart, which mm-hmm. is huge sometimes, sure. especially in certain seasons. But it's that I guess it's the desire and the what what we're focusing on changes. Mm-hmm. You know, it just feels very overwhelming in the moment when your child comes to you with something or your husband comes to you with something and you want to respond a certain way but the Lord very clearly wants you to respond in another way are you going to step to that or are you going to do what you want to do Mm -hmm. so I think that's where it's at and it looks so
0: different on any given day yeah Yeah. As someone who's lost a lot of people close to me um, when I was young as well, I know that I personally have been impacted by death or by loss. Mm -hmm. Does that press on you at all when you think about your life? Because you said you even mentioned your kids, like you're aware that God is ultimately in control of all of this. Does that? Yeah,
1: it does weigh on me. And and actually, because of my (laughs) my, um, anxiousness, I think it can go into an unhealthy category because if I'm so overwhelmed with what can happen and the loss, Mm. then I could be making decisions out of fear, but it's an opportunity to flip it on its head where it's actually supposed to be, you know, and allow the Lord to right the ship of Mm -hmm. that like steady trust in him. Okay, this is a reality that we lose, but he is the one that gives and he takes. Mm -hmm. And so if I trust him, I can weather whatever it is because i know that he's not going to leave me he's going to be there so it does weigh on me but i push back on like how much it weighs on me and Mm -hmm. i let it i'm asking him to like let that be what reminds me of his faithfulness his steadfastness his provision it sounds silly i was going to say simply himself but it's so huge but just knowing that he is here he exists. profound simplicity. It's like, he exists. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, what a beautiful thing to know that he exists. I'm not just doing this life by myself. So whatever comes, I can know that he is the one that's steadfast. And I don't have to worry. I can, Mm -hmm. but I don't have to. And how much joyful is it? Much more joyful is it to walk in trusting him Mm -hmm. do you remember when you first read job well i don't (laughs) remember the first time i read it but the first time that it really yeah connected with me was just a couple years ago and i was reading through and i was like oh wait what and Mm -hmm. i actually went back and i read and he literally god is unpacking everything like even the boundaries of the sea and knowing like the storehouses of the hail and then where he you know directs the lightning bolts Mm -hmm. and even the animals that he goes through and like you know he feeds them and all of that and it's was such a peaceful moment which is funny because like if you know the story of Job it's not very peaceful Mm -hmm. at all and there's a lot of wrestling but there was a settledness for me and I'm like oh yes okay this is the God I serve, mm-hmm. and He was the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And I can rest in that, and that's what I rest in when the world is going crazy. I can rely on that. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Let's move
0: into your sewing <laughs> section. What do you got?
1: Oh, um, again, I think it's it's that reliance on God because I'm I'm so detail oriented in my mind. My brain is always working. So if I'm if I have a task going on it just downloads and michael say something like well don't why do you even think that way and i'm like i don't it just (laughs) downloads i'm like i don't even know so i have to like work on settling out the pieces of what's downloading Mm -hmm. and what is important and what's not so it's like okay reliance on god Mm -hmm. um what looks what looks important but what is actually important at this point I was curious to ask you, is Mike similar or dissimilar to you in that? We could not be more different. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we process things so differently. But by God's grace, have we come more in the center? Mm-hmm. I mean, literally, there is no other explanation because <laughs> he is literally on one side and I'm on the other side. So it's it's been a huge blessing to me. To have his perspective because I can, see, I know my own perspective. Mm-hmm. So to have his and then like the Lord just marrying the two, you know, more central is very helpful.
0: Yeah. Well, <laughs> even that, I think that's a helpful thing to say is that the requirement for marriage isn't that you're exactly similar to the person right. you marry. Well, right. I mean, that's the sanctification. I mean, if I know who I am
2: mm-hmm. and I
1: know what I deal with, that's easy.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Like cuz I know what how you're going to respond. I know how you're going to do. But somebody who totally has a different perspective, it really challenges me. I'm like, Mm -hmm. ooh, what does that look like? I don't, I have no concept or no category for that, Mm -hmm. Um, which can be irritating. But again, you know, the Lord is definitely the one sanctifying and using that as we're stepping to obedience and saying, okay, this is, he has created him an individual as he has me. What does this look like? And we have different strengths and weaknesses to build up the body, right? So I don't want him to look just like me because then that would be really boring.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. You know, so. So you have several seeds that are being sown in this Mm -hmm. category that you shared. Do you feel like these seeds are being put in the ground? Like you chose these things, like I want to do this, or do you think all of these things, they seem to be new things that maybe God, God's saying this is what you're going to do, Angel. (laughs) Like, what do you think?
1: Yeah, it's definitely um, what he has for me right now and I never never thought I would be doing costumes or share some of these things on your list Uh, and of course you know when you have children you know they're gonna get older yeah (laughs) but then you're there at the season and you're like oh my gosh I literally have an adult but it you know it's it's insane but it's beautiful because he gives you what you need and when you I, I I'm cautious to say fail because I don't I don't think you truly fail if you're desiring to honor the Lord. Yeah. It's a learning opportunity. Okay. So you may fall, but it, if you are asking him to help you and to reveal to you where you are um disobedient to him or doing your own thing, you know, and please help me like see that and Help me to be obedient. I don't think you can fail in that area because you're trying to honor him mm-hmm. and you're desiring to honor him. And if your desire is, OK, I am going to step to this. Yeah. like You're talking specifically you're about
0: kids now, like parenting, right? Or um, are you talking about across the board? Yeah.
1: I th- No, I think across the board, actually, yeah. because there's any given day I'll start to do something and I want to do something a specific way. Maybe I have like expectations on what this is supposed to look like but it may not be what i'm supposed to be doing so you know in my case like i'll feel anxiety like or overwhelmed feeling is how i would describe it i'm like Mm -hmm. why am i so overwhelmed i'm Mm -hmm. like oh probably because i shouldn't be doing this right now i can i can do this later sometimes it is an overwhelmed feeling and you still need to be doing it But you, I'm not trusting in the Lord in that, right? I'm Mm -hmm. relying on my own strength and my own will. So whatever, I mean, parenting can go for that. And then also, like, the new thing for me is with character works. Like, I have... I've been part of character works theater company with since 2012 when Charlotte started. So I'm sports wow. oriented, Mike's music, you know, his, wow. his music. And so she's like, no, I think I want to do theater because she had a friend do it. And we're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And to have a place that honors the Lord and seeks for him to be glorified against the culture of what typical theater culture is, mm-hmm. is very, very challenging. Okay. Um, and so to see, see these kids well at first like being part of that was like okay she has a love for this so let's do it Mm -hmm. and I was able to skirt around costumes and they (laughs) accidentally put me on costumes it was not one of my choices and I'm like parents are required "Uh, to participate they are yes (laughs) and at first I'm like oh my gosh that's a lot and then (laughs) stepping to that and I'm like okay costumes um i have sewn buttons i have (laughs) made a pillow but that's it and then just to see how the lord has grown my skill sets for what he is trying to do and it's all because i see character works has had to really settle in to a lot of foundation like they don't want a mission drift from honoring and glorifying the lord mm-hmm. and it's so easy to do that in the theater world and they have had to have some changes to like their their what's the word like what they believe you know mm-hmm. they're um so i can't think of what that yeah, is. yeah. i know it's just totally i know what you mean me. though <laughs> um but what they believe is to honor the Lord. And so they had to state it in certain ways that we got a lot of pushback, but to see them contend for the lord being honored and glorified above everything Mm -hmm. and then shifting things so that happens has been hugely like settling for me and i'm like okay lord i know you want me to be here for as long as you want me to be here Yeah. (laughs) so doing that requires me learning new skills yeah (laughs) which is uncomfortable and i feel very inept and i don't have the skill set sometimes but i have to learn them and i'm very often don't like that feeling of The learning, I just want to do, because I don't want to waste people's time Mm -hmm. or money. Yeah. So,
0: like, no, that's okay. (laughs) I have to learn it. Well, did you think with Charlotte's interest was part of you like, well, this will be temporary, and now you're talking about being over a decade later? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I
1: did not think it was going to go this this far, especially with Kaylee. She wanted to be part of it because Charlotte was part of it, but now she loves it. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she has up to three more years in it, you know, so, yeah, it's been... It's been cool to see how the Lord has really transformed a lot of my, like I went in going, oh, it's a Christian theater company, which Uh it is from the top. But then, you know, knowing that there's a lot of families that, you know, are not believers, it has been a huge challenge and blessing to be part of that. Yeah. How's
0: what you're doing now new? Because you put this in the um, sewing section. How's it new from a decade ago? What are you being pushed in.
1: <laughs> yeah, I think it's resting in his his provision. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's leading me to do this, and really pressing into my heart, and Mike's that were part of this for as long as he has us here. So, that requires new skill sets, and I'm like, I can't do that. I, like, no. You know, if they ask me to do a show, costume, design a show, I'm like, I don't have the skill set. Design, okay. Mm-hmm. And that's a whole new ball game, because no I can... You can give me something, and I can figure it out. I can YouTube it. Sure. I can figure out something. But to say, hey, we're doing Charlotte's Web, and you need to make this 50 style dress into a spider. And I'm like, ugh. That's very overwhelming to me because yeah. it's a lot of creativity that my brain doesn't naturally go to. Mm-hmm. But knowing that that's part of what is needed and that is part of the larger picture is providing a space that families can come to and honor the Lord in the giftings that the Lord has given. That's the overarching picture of like why I'm doing it and why I'm stepping to it even yeah. though it feels uncomfortable or impossible even. Impossible. Yes, <laughs> some of those I'm like I don't even know and yeah. certain shows I question why I, <laughs> why I said yes, but it's it's always doable. And we always come out going, man, that was amazing. And I learned a lot. So I just need to be better at the learning process. Mm -hmm. You know, that whole transition piece, I don't love. And I had a good friend of mine tell me one time, you don't love change. And I'm like, well,
2: you're right. (laughs) I actually
1: don't love change. If everything was just the same all the time, Mm -hmm. it's more comfortable. But I am seeing the benefit of things Because we should be changing as well. We should be like growing in that one degree of glory to the next, you know. So there is going to be change in there. And it is beautiful. The transition's not easy. And that process is not easy or beautiful necessarily. Mm -hmm. But the end result, you know, the fruit that bears, you know, is is good. And it goes into this as well, you know. Yep,
0: Yep. So I think of just real quick, Character Works, there's a lot of shows. There so are. you are working really hard and your mind is probably really stretched. Yes. <laughs> yes. And yes. your fingers. Yes. A lot of moving parts. <laughs> yep. Okay. So can you just tease out a little bit more in your girls? You put your daughters in this category somewhere, didn't you? Somewhere um, you said there was a new season just because of the age of your daughters. Yes. So help us to see this is exciting for you. Is it fear and trepidation?
1: <laughs> a little bit of both. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of everything. So left to myself, there's a lot of fear. Because of how I was raised Mm -hmm. and not knowing what that looks like in a healthy way, the conversations, the communication, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to naturally, I know how I talk, I know how I communicate but that's not for everyone. Mm. Um, And I feel very insecure about that sometimes because I know I give a lot as you are are seeing. Um, So I have a hard time kind of narrowing a lot down. And with the girls in particular, I'm trying to study them and learn how they communicate best and tailor a little bit as I'm communicating with them. Which takes a lot of effort on yeah. my part. Okay. But I have to take that and go, Lord, you know what that looks like. And I've been a lot more open with them. And so I've even had conversations of, you know, this is this is we're at odds, we're at conflict with each other right now. But my desire is for us to have a, a communication style that is helpful and encouraging to one to each other. Mm-hmm. So, you know, how can we work on that? Which is beautiful now that they're sixteen and almost twenty two. Because I can have that conversation. Whereas when they were younger, you're like, hey, let's just, you know, mm-hmm. talk, like I'm telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. But now I'm not telling them what to do necessarily. I am more so for Kaylee, who is younger, but she's in a home with Charlotte, the older one. So she's seeing Charlotte really come and go and then, you know, she's very confident and like, okay, I can do this, this, and this. And we're like, mm-hmm. okay, hold on, back up a little bit. We're still your parents. Mm-hmm. And then with Charlotte, we're like, okay, you fly. And that's a hard place to be. It because sounds like it. It. <laughs> it feels like you're, you're push, pumping the brakes, but then also, you know, putting the gas on a little bit. So it's like, where does that look like? But all of that, giving it to the Lord and saying, hey, Lord, I don't know what this looks like. I'm struggling right now, like literally in conversation, pray and say, Lord help me, help my words to
0: yeah. be honoring to you. Yeah. So is there is it mostly trial and error or do you do you and Mike do a lot of pre-planning and prayer? Um, it's
1: mostly trial and error. Yeah. <laughs> but we as we we've been very intentional with having the conversations as they come up so i'm learning a lot to sit back and just listen Mm. because i am a helper i want to fix it oh yeah okay so i need to like sit back and listen um it's like where does where does that balance go because you don't want you know just a event fest Mm -hmm. necessarily Uh, But there is a little bit that you do need to vent and figure it out. And you're trying to figure out the big, wide world. Mm -hmm. I'm still trying to figure out the big, wild world. So it's um, challenging. But he's the one that is constantly, like, I'm literally in conversation, praying, Lord, help me, guide me, because I want them to see your provision, that they can trust you, that it's going to be
0: okay. Mm -hmm. So as someone who said you have a favorite spot in your home, That window and I feel like I remember in the past saying that you like to watch the sunrise. Is that accurate?
1: Yeah. Well sunrise is in the front, sunset's in the back. Sunset. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I do from my vantage point, I can open up the front window and see it a little bit through there. I have to crane my neck a little bit. Okay. Yes, I do enjoy
0: that. Okay. Maybe it was a different house. I thought I remembered you saying something about waking up with the sun and I was just wondering if someone don't you wake up really early? Um, I used to. <laughs> okay. So maybe I'm remembering past Angel. Well, whatever yes. that is, draw from this memory okay. for me. Just coming up early, like, is there something that you've learned about new beginnings? Yeah. Was it like a, I just feel like that's a meditative thing to to do that over and over, even if you're yes. not doing it currently, you did in the past.
1: Yes. It, yeah. it, it is an ongoing, even if it's not like, yes, the morning is mm-hmm. new, but it's a moment by moment. Like I mess up. And i'm like lord help me help me to do better and i go to the person that i've you know done wrong to and Mm. i i ask them and then we step to it so Mm -hmm. it's almost like a a new morning every single moment of those you know Mm. situations Mm -hmm. if that makes any sense Mm -hmm. but that beautiful picture of like yes it's a fresh beautiful morning But then that quickly fades sometimes, (laughs) like, oh, it's beautiful. Ah, And I'm so angry at something. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I would like it to stay that way and a good reminder for me. Yeah. And I am thankful for those. Yeah, Yeah. for
0: sure. Well, you did not write this down in this category of sewing, but I don't know. Can you just talk really quick? You did say it's your 17th move. You're going to have this new home and you've already purchased it. So Mm -hmm. what are you and Mike sewing with this new home? Mm -hmm patience <laughs>
1: okay okay yeah yeah and um and I think it's trusting God's timing mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that we just don't know the timing we're trying to figure out are we gonna have the windows out and yeah. we're gonna be in the house then but all the windows are out what does that look like do we need to find <laughs> to go? but I'm like no it's fine he'll he'll figure it out mm-hmm. it, you know it, it'll all in its time everything mm-hmm. comes in its time and Everything. There's a good thing to plan. The Lord has given us minds to, you know, really be contemplative about what that looks like Mm -hmm. and to plan, but also hold them loosely. Mm -hmm. You know, okay. He's got it, but we do need to step to it too. Yeah, it's not just sitting back, going, "It's fine." You know, as the wind is blowing through your (laughs) your your window or lack of window, (laughs) lack of window for sure. So,
0: all right, we've talked about the pushing. The seeds that are being pushed? What are these active places in your life that you're attending, you're stewarding, and you're praying about? The biggest thing that I keep going back to
1: is I can be obedient, but how joyfully am I being obedient? So he is really like helping me understand that I need to pray. that I can't be joyfully obedient in my own power. I just, okay. I am just too rebellious. And over and over again, I'm shown that I'm rebellious. So I need to pray um, and ask him to reveal it to me, especially those deep, dark places that are blind spots. Mm. They're blind spots for a reason. We don't see them. But we can ask him Mm. to reveal that to us and then step to that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the biggest thing is like my prayer life of, you know, asking him to help me see it. And then to help me obey. Mm -hmm. And I know he will. So that's what I always like. That's something that has been revealed to me is, yes, pray for it, but believe. Mm -hmm. Believe he's going to do it. So I'm expectantly knowing and believing that that's going to happen.
0: Well, it seems very important to you that you're tagging joyful to obedience because you can be obedient, but that doesn't mean that you're dependent. Yes. You can say... that's a weird thing to say but just if you're hearing me say that and it sounds Mm -hmm. weird just think about it for a second you can obey i don't know your leadership or who's over you but it doesn't mean you're dependent on them and what you're talking about is like lord the joy you can't fake that right that's like uh a leaning in you said yieldings at some point in Mm -hmm. your podcast so the joyful is a very interesting word to attach to obedience yes yeah i definitely can obey and i have
1: most of my life i I will do something, but it is out of um, obligation. Mm-hmm. And I am finding that it is, there is a an obedience that is joyful and peaceful, even if it's a crazy season.
2: Mm-hmm. And
1: I don't know if that makes sense, but it can be a whole bunch of stuff going on and it feel really, really heavy to be obedient in that season. Mm-hmm. But the fruit is
0: so sweet. So you talked about your praying more. Mm -hmm. Do you have certain prayers that you go back to, or are you sort of with the Lord each day in that moment praying?
1: Yeah. For the past couple years, I have turned off podcasts, turned off uh, radio, not not like purposefully Mm -hmm. for whatever reason it just happened, uh, where I have thoughts of like people will pop into my head and I'll pray for them Mm -hmm. so I I started at at that point wherever it started happening I started doing that I drive a lot like I would drive the girls um, to and from classes or something because we do co-ops for homeschool especially now that they're older Mm -hmm. well for Kaylee, anyways, uh, but she's driving now, so that's crazy. Oh man! But I find myself with a lot of that kind of time where, or if I'm sewing, I can't do anything else. So I've been right. praying, and the biggest thing is I pray for that particular thing: reveal those deep things that I do not, I do not recognize, yeah. and help me to be obedient in that. Mm-hmm. So that is something that I'm going back to over and over again: mm-hmm. like reveal the blind spots and help me to be obedient when you reveal it because I he can reveal it mm-hmm. and then I do nothing with it mm-hmm. or I reason it away and go it's not that big of a deal but if he's revealing it to me then okay what does this look like what are you trying to teach me mm-hmm. is there something that I need to like work on yeah and then I know that he will help me be obedient in that because he's brought it you know to my attention and he wants me to work on it mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think I I'm just for so long I was just like yeah I know that, I know I struggle with that. It's not a big deal. Yeah. And just kept walking
0: and I was miserable, Mm -hmm. you know, so. Yeah. Well, scripture says we're blind to our sin and blind means blind. Yes. And an enemy at work is going to distort truth. So Mm -hmm. even we have to ask for God to reveal, we have to be reading scripture so that we don't, our compass doesn't get skewed. Right. Right.
1: Yeah. Which is why it's also important to be in good community mm-hmm. that will point you to that because we don't see it necessarily or we hear it, but we, you know, we're like, meh, it's fine. Mm-hmm. But if you have people walking with you closely, they can say, hey, you OK? Mm-hmm. Do we, you know, you want to talk? And then it's up to us to say yes, <laughs> yeah. actually.
0: So you brought tasks into this section. Can you share about that port- part part?
1: Yeah, the tasks like so. If I have, some, for instance, with character works, mm-hmm. there's a lot of moving parts. We do rentals too, so a lot of the um, ar- local schools, even some in New York, they'll come and rent pieces from us or whatever, uh, costumes and stuff. So there's a lot of those things that are downloaded in my brain, and I feel very overwhelmed with it mm-hmm. sometimes. And so it's like also, and it sounds silly, but it so there will be a show and I know the overarching plot of the show, but I yeah. don't know the details, but then the details will start coming and I feel very overwhelmed or I don't know it and I feel like I need to know it. Right. So it's like relying on the Lord, stepping to, if he's teaching me, hey, you actually need to set some time apart where you are structuring your day differently or a little bit more. A little bit tighter you know Mm -hmm. so if i'm just because i i love to just sit if i can Mm -hmm. but i don't have that luxury necessarily in certain seasons so structuring my day in a way that is beneficial mostly to my family you know, it's like I, d- I don't want them to be on the sideline while right. all this stuff is happening. So what do I need to do now so they don't feel that way so I can do the tasks that the Lord has brought me to in a way that's beneficial to everyone?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so yeah. and it's relying on him mostly to like, OK, I need to ask him and then listen and then step to it.
0: Yeah. So a lot of these tasks, do you think it's more your expectation or your perception of what you can or can't do? Or are, are you literally stepping to a lot of things that you're like, I truly don't have this? <laughs> yeah, I think it's both.
1: Yeah. There's a lot of, I put a lot of expectation on myself. I also, because I tend to be a people pleaser naturally, mm-hmm. and the Lord has really been working for years um, with me on that. I can fall into that though where I'm like, "Oh, they need they they think I can do this, mm-hmm. but I feel like I can't." Mm-hmm. But it reminds me like in Exodus where God was giving uh he was giving who was it? Bez- Bezalel. Um he gave like these these men exactly what they needed to accomplish the task they were like the tabernacle the the tabernacle yes. it's that reminder of he will give me what i need yeah and like i just need to step to that obedience like knowing that he has equipped me for it like parenting Mm -hmm. you know he has equipped me to raise these girls with mike you know under the guidance of the lord directing where we should go and get off my you know high horse of like i can do this i got this
2: Mm -hmm. or
1: the expectations or other people's expectations of what that's supposed to look like this is going to look very different in some areas and they may not understand it that's okay Mm -hmm. you know as long as like we are obeying the lord in that and mike and i have sat down and we have talked about what that looks like and does this look like this for our family you know and even in this like with the character work stuff i went to him and i was like hey This is, you know, something new that they want me to do, the rentals. Is it something that you, you know, is this good for our family? Mm -hmm. And we agreed that it was good for our family. I even asked the girls, you know, what do you think about this? So it's making sure that they are taken care
0: of um, because on earth they're my primary charge, if you will, you know. This is not your character, per se. Mm-hmm. You're asking God to provide you a skill set. That's yes. something just interesting. Like, just test the Lord and see yeah. if he won't do it. Like, God, I didn't think this was my identity. Yeah. I didn't think that I could parent. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. I How many people feel that way? Like, yeah. so inadequate for skills. And like I said, I'm not talking about character right now. Mm-hmm. And that is still something you can ask God to do, That's is right. what you're saying. Like, in parenting, it's the same thing. Like, it's the the fear of, you know, a particular thing,
1: or I'm going to screw up my kids, you know, I didn't have a good model of what that looks like, or I don't want to get married, because I am going to screw it up, you know, I Mm -hmm. didn't have that modeled well for me, or my parents ended in divorce, or whatever the, whatever the excuses that we use Mm -hmm. to not obey the Lord, you know, he's telling us, like, I will give you What you need Mm -hmm. to accomplish the task that I have set before the foundations of the world, you know, the good works that we're supposed to walk in. Mm -hmm. It's already been set there. So yeah, to your point, it's like step out, you know, step out in faith that he's got it, he's gonna teach you, you're gonna learn a lot, Mm -hmm. you know, and sometimes it's a lot in a short amount of time, and sometimes it is that slow, you know, skill learning. Mm -hmm. And as things come up, instead of saying like I can't do that, say, okay i mean i'm sitting here today yeah <laughs> kind of on the same thing you know I'm like yes lord okay yep. i don't know what this is gonna look like but yeah I,
0: I trust you yeah <laughs> let's go yep let's go so <laughs> let's do it all right tell me how you're actively tending tending to your relationship with your husband
1: yeah so in the past mike and i we just kind of were passive about our relationship i mean we, we dated each other when we were dating, Mm -hmm. but then when you get married, life takes on, you have children, you know, you have responsibilities. So there's been seasons that, um, you know, it's that whole, two ships passing in the night, Mm -hmm. and it literally was that for us. We were doing, you know, the Mm shoulder-to-shoulder type stuff um, and sometimes back-to-back. So we were not going in the same direction because we are so different, which is a beautiful thing, but I just didn't recognize it, and it was more of an irritation for me in a lot of ways. But the same thing that that appealed to me early on was starting to, like, really grate on me as it was for him, but there was that moment of like and I don't know when it actually began there wasn't there wasn't actually a particular moment but there was this I guess it's that slow you know tending and learning like especially when the girls are younger when they were younger I I felt like they needed me physically like they literally could not feed themselves Mm -hmm. they could not change their you know themselves there were a lot of things they needed the hands-on and I felt very exhausted so Mike would get the leftovers and then I guess when When they were probably, I guess maybe Kaylee was maybe middle, I guess early middle school, I started to really understand what that looked like for me to be a help to Mike. Because a lot of, because of my helper gifting, I feel like I need to help him the way that I would need help yeah which i think is most people but that was very frustrating for him because he i remember one time uh when we were first married he said i asked he was sick and i asked him if he needed anything can i bring you soup he's like if i need something i'll tell you Mm -hmm. and i was so offended i'm like but i should be Mm -hmm. helping you because this is what i'm supposed to be doing Mm -hmm. i'm supposed to be like waiting on you i want to wait on you And he didn't need that and it was actually an irritation. So I needed to learn what he needed and like how to best be a helpmate to him. Mm -hmm. And that looks different in each season. So there came a point where I was like, hey, my love for my girls was overshadowing and I needed like my interaction and my love for Mike, I needed to learn like he needs me. And when you have a a husband and a wife, a mother and a father who love each other and are trying to honor the Lord, Mm -hmm. that's a healthier, model so we can give to the girls in a healthier way as opposed to the opposite where the kids kind of rule what's going to happen you know Mm -hmm. the kids need to eat at this time i need to be here for them Mm -hmm. it's like no my husband needed me
0: okay i did want to say just to wrap up this section there's a few areas that you mentioned in this section that maybe could seem disparate from one another but in a way it's all kingdom work so as your tasks accumulate do you kind of have that picture in your mind of like this is another brick for the kingdom like these aren't all separate spheres i think it seems like god's teaching you how to orient your life so you're not like pulled in all of these different directions mm-hmm. but you kind of see see them as kingdom work i'm guessing <laughs> yeah
1: well definitely i've likened this before to a puzzle okay, and you yeah. have like the, he has the picture on the front of the box mm-hmm. so he knows exactly what it's supposed to look mm-hmm. like we have all the pieces so if we don't have that photo that picture we have all these pieces that we're trying to plug in together right mm-hmm. but he knows what that photo looks like he knows what the whole puzzle is supposed to be so it's bringing him honor and glory in all of those little parts of our life i yeah. don't know if that makes sense yeah, it does. but we plug in and things come in and we're like Oh, look at that. There's a new one, you know, and oh, that fits just right here. But the overarching is one of honoring him in whatever sphere that is. And again, seasons change. So, you know, I'm not all I'm I will be a mother, but I'm not going to be parenting forever. Right. So Mm. I'm parenting Kaylee, but I'm more of a friend to Charlotte. Right. So I I can't hold on to I need to be a, a good parent or the best parent right now because I'm not going to be parenting them. I'm going to be friends with them more than I'm going to be parenting, if, mm. if you will. Mm-hmm. So there's little things that like I need to look out. And that's why it's so important for me to look down the road and what is that. And the overarching is to honor him mm-hmm. in all things. And that's why I said my legacy was to like bring him honor and and glory Mm -hmm. like in all of these little pieces that are happening in all the moving parts Mm -hmm. and a lot of times i'm not doing that and i got to step back reorient but he's the one that's you know changing and challenging and and he's doing that you know as i step to okay i see it help me be obedient
0: yeah i think if you're someone like me i kind of like to understand the little details and so on and so forth and what we just said is like at the very end of the day even if the details aren't clear, you can step back to that big mm-hmm. that big goal of, well, my step today is to honor and glorify right. the Lord. Yeah. <laughs> and um, even if you're not sure, if someone else is like, I don't know what I'm doing yes. right now <laughs> or whatever. Yep. Yeah. All right. As uh, you training and pruning, can you just go back into your marriage? Because I think that you put that in this section again. Mm-hmm. So how is that a press on you? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, I think just realizing it takes intention. It, it's mm-hmm. it's not something that's just going to happen. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't I don't garden. Mm-hmm. I have thoughts about possibly gardening, but it's the same thing. I mean, mm-hmm. some things come up, you know, weeds, or some things will just you know you have wild strawberries or whatever, but. To have a rich environment, you really need to be intentional mm-hmm. and you're you're trying some things and then you realize, oh, wait, that wasn't what I should be doing. Sorry for doing that, yeah. you know, or not tending to that well. Let's do this a different way. And having that conversation of, I want to love you well. Mm-hmm. I want the girls to see what that looks like. I want them to recognize a healthy marital relationship. When the world is saying you don't need it mm-hmm. or y- it can be passive or you do what you want to do mm-hmm. in the relationship and the other person can just come up to, you know, your standard of whatever that looks like, it should be we are walking the same path together. Yeah. And so that takes huge intentionality especially if you have two people who are very very different and I would even argue even if you're the same Mm -hmm. because you can get passive about it or Mm -hmm. like um what's the word just nonchalant about it like oh yeah Yeah. they know they know because I'm similar
0: so I know what they need and they know what I need so we won't work on it. So, you're saying it's not a good thing to say, oh, I've got that in the bag yeah, <laughs> after all these years?
1: Not. No, it's, and it's such a fun thing. It, it definitely, there are seasons where it's harder, mm-hmm. but it is worth the effort. Don't stop dating. Really like study your spouse mm-hmm. um, and get to know them. Mike and I are still getting to know each other okay. in certain ways. And, we will celebrate 24 years in September Mm -hmm. so it's like such a beautiful thing and we're so busy with certain things right now with trying you know to do the house and his job and all that kind of stuff it's a lot of things going on a lot Mm -hmm. of moving parts but it is a sweet sweet season right now for us and i'm very thankful for the lord for sustaining that because it has been in the past like i've got this i can't look you know you've got those blinders on i can't look at this thing but no he is important And he has been given to me as a gift yeah so why would i just toss it to the side Mm -hmm. or why would like why wouldn't i just treasure that and the beauty of it is the relationship with mike and i the relationship we have is supposed to be unlike anything else on this earth
2: Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm.
1: if i'm not cultivating that well what does that say you know to others i'm a believer i trust the lord and i love his good gifts and I like receive those good gifts. So
0: why would I just be like, meh, it's fine? Yeah. So why are your? Did you put your girls in this category, or did you put the fear of man for your girls in this category? Um,
1: yes. So I put the fear of man, but also raising within that, like raising them to fear the Lord, and that they're confident. In him and in their abilities in him Mm -hmm. like and not being concerned with what the world's expectations are or whatnot so it's a fear of the Lord me but also like raising them because my expectations are it needs to be this way and they're lumped in with that Mm -hmm. you know with raising children you know people have expectations on what that looks like if they're you know struggling with something or whatever it's it's okay to like you know struggle so uh, I think that's where I was going with that. It's the mm. fear of the Lord, like the or fear of man. I want them to fear the Lord and not man, um, which is me helping them as the Lord is helping me with that, if that makes sense.
0: I don't know. How does like having older girls shape your identity? That's just very interesting to me. I'm very aware of my age. Does that affect you at all?
1: No, I'm no? not. Yeah. No, I, w- I guess I would say I, I feel younger than I am Uh um because it does not it doesn't affect me but I -hmm. I think part of that is because my mom passed away so young Mm -hmm. that I'm thankful for like every single day and I recognize it's a gift and Mm -hmm. so I mean I'm already past 45 yeah yeah (laughs) and I'm like yeah it's it's good I'm thankful for it um I don't see yeah I don't see it yeah I just keep going yeah (laughs) just keep going until it takes me out (laughs) I like
0: it I like it All right, so I was kind of thrown for a loop by this one, and I thought it's going to be fun to talk to you about it. You put honoring and delighting in God as something that doesn't feel good right now, but it is good. Can you explain what that means?
1: Um, I find my own rebellious nature is like an easy um, step for me. Like Mm -hmm. I, I just go one way. Like this is what I need to do. For instance, parenting The girls, Like I I parent or I've been leaning to want to parent out of fear. Mm. I don't want you to go here. I want you to like not drive at a certain time. I don't want you to go in this area. I want you to like go over here or I don't want you to be with this, these people or this um, set of friends or whatever. So instead of the fear of it and basically the because I say so,
2: Mm -hmm.
1: really questioning what is the reason behind it? And is it because I want them to honor the Lord and obey the Lord because he has told them or is it because I am very fearful about what can happen mm-hmm. or their inexperience? Um, and there is some balance of you know discernment in that of no you are inexperienced here so don't do this but there is a lot in me that can be driven out of fear and so I need to be honoring the Lord in that way and it just doesn't feel
0: natural yes <laughs> a-
1: and it doesn't really feel like a delight sometimes either because mm. if I'm um Kaylee was somewhere she her GPS was broken and she was in a very um interesting area and it was late at night it was like 10 30 at night and Mike was trying to guide her she she called and he was trying to guide her through an area and I was like no he wanted her to pull over and I was like no, no. she can't pull over <laughs> and my fear was like raising and I'm like am I going to delight that the lord has my daughter mm. and he has given her her father to yeah. guide her well and in that moment like I had this realization mm. I had to step away because I was very very anxious and in that moment I was like oh my goodness she is obeying her father yeah like without question and obey and that's what we should be doing with mm. the with God the father yeah. is obeying him without question Mm -hmm. and I was so thankful that he gave that to me and I was a little bit more peaceful (laughs) still scary Um, but delighting that he is a good father and he
0: wants what's best and he will provide whatever Mm. comes you know I have a big smile on my face right now. I'm laughing because your situation is your daughter pulling over at night in a questionable area. And my scenario that is similar to yours is Ryan just cutting Oliver's hair. Like That's the life stage <laughs> I'm at. And I'm sitting there, my fingers ringing like, oh my gosh, he's going to get hair in his neck, and he's going to itch, and you know, he's going to cry, and is he going to be OK? Yes. And Ryan's just like, Laura, you need to step away. Yeah. And he said exactly what you said. Do you believe I love Oliver? Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. He's like, I love my son, Laura. Like, you have to stop worrying. And then over time, he trained Oliver to not cry out because Oliver was crying in the beginning, like, you know, the hair, it's itchy, blah, blah, blah. And he trained Oliver to be strong. And endure it and not let him it bother him. Yeah. So yeah, that's good. Yep, <laughs> I don't always know what's best. <laughs> it's the don't. point. But yeah, I'm not there to the the dark uh, <laughs> the dark night drives yet. But I'll be <laughs> I'll be there soon. All right, so you can you, call me and I'll yeah. remind you of the <laughs> Lord's faithfulness. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate You're that. Welcome. Are you experiencing any of that where you feel like God is not training you but pruning you, or He's like, "This is going," um, but it might so it might grow back later.
1: Um, I think the well, I think the anxiety piece, you know, always rears its head Mm -hmm. um, in any given circumstance. Like most of the time I'm good at this point. Um, But, and I struggled with it for a very long time with medication and stuff. And so he has really healed me in that area where I'm not enslaved to it, Mm -hmm. but it still does rear. So I think maybe he's weeding that still Um, And again, I think it does come back. It wants to come back. But Mm -hmm. I have to do the work of like trusting him Mm -hmm. that he is going to do what he has been doing in my life and not give in to that fear and go back to where I was. Mm -hmm. I am no longer that person. You know, I am a new creation and I am not relying on my own will or thoughts, but replacing it with his truth.
2: Yeah. Um,
1: So that's been something that he's really taught me. Like cut off the, you know, the the lies of Satan and you replace it with, you know, my balm, if you will. Like, mm-hmm. you know, because I am going to the fruit that is that is grown is going to be so much better than if you're just going to like, you know, whittle it away a little bit or mm-hmm. trust me just a little bit.
0: Mm-hmm. You're either trusting me or you're not yeah because this sort of goes into weeding can you just tease out more of like that balm that he's been replacing you've been weeding things out of your life like you you mentioned patience and trust as an example of something that he's replacing
1: yeah i i do my friend was very right i do not like change Mm -hmm. um i do not like transition But over the course of my life, I'm seeing how it's an actual, it is a beautiful thing and a necessary thing. Mm -hmm. Um, If my desire is to honor him and enjoy him forever, why would I want to stay stagnant? Why would I want to stay here knowing what I'm struggling with? Why would I? So my patience is it is a sometimes a longer or or my desire for the patience is sometimes it's a longer process and that's okay. And like just walk with him steady. And when I'm not steady... Remember that Jesus is steady Mm -hmm. and keep stepping to it. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think it's that expectation of I need to get free of this to the point that it's detrimental. I think the expectation is good or it can be good, but it can also be limiting because you are relying on your own. This is what why am I still doing this? Why am Mm -hmm. I still struggling with this? Well, of course we are, because he is the one guiding, teaching Helping us rely on him. Sometimes, and I'm a hard-headed person, sometimes, specifically for me, it's harder. <laughs> like, because I want to just jump to it. Mm-hmm. But that's not what I need. And he needs me to walk through something a little longer, a little bit harder. And then, oh, okay, I got it. <laughs> yep. But then you've got something else that you need to work on. So sometimes we can fall into this um we can believe the lie that it's going to be easier as we walk with him longer and i don't think that's the case i think it is season by season i think in some ways it can be easier because we're we're learning to rely on him Mm -hmm. so in that avenue it is easier Um, because he is trustworthy. He has proven himself over and over and over. But we have to remember that. But seasons are going to come that are very heavy, Mm -hmm. but we know that he's there. So it's just, again, I think proactively praying that he will build us up in faith Mm -hmm. for those times, you know, and it's just like putting on the armor of God. It's the same thing. You're readying yourself for the battle, Mm -hmm. whatever that looks like. Maybe it's a little, a little, tiff but maybe it's a huge one yeah you know and and what armor do you have your skin or do you have his armor
0: yeah yeah that's great can you share some other things that you're weeding or god is weeding yeah one of the things i find
1: i find that i'm irritated when i am interrupted because my mind is so focused when i am in something so if i'm in a conversation i'm thinking about that and things can be happening around me and I just don't see it. But if somebody comes in, I'm like, I get sidetracked very easily. So I get very irritated with that. And Mm -hmm. he has been teaching me to be grateful for those interruptions Mm. it's still an ongoing process but it happened this morning where i Mm. was focusing on something and i was interrupted and i was tempted to be irritated i'm like thank you lord
2: for the interruption
1: (laughs) so i'm learning to be grateful and ask him you know to help me see it as a a joyful interruption or a a, not a joyful interruption but that i am joyful in the interruption Mm. and it's a sweet um maybe moment to appreciate what he has given,
2: Mm -hmm. you
1: know, kind of like doing laundry. You know, nobody likes to do laundry when their child is very sick Mm -hmm. and they need to, you know, multiple, multiple washings of the same thing. Maybe Uh, it feels very monotonous or repetitive, but um, it can be very beautiful because you have the opportunity. Hey, I do have a washer, or I do have <laughs> yeah. laundry, or I do have a child that I can take care of, and mm-hmm. you know you're good. And
0: um, I can remember. You know, I need to be more grateful.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: It's sort of like riding a bike as as if like in the city, as if there were going to be no stop signs yeah. or red lights <laughs> or something like that. And it's yes. like no, actually, you have to pause, but. Something that I was wanting to ask you was, what is the battle, do you think? And you mentioned armor, so that's really cool that you brought that in. Like, what is happening in the unseen with you where this fight is real? It's like, what is at stake, you think? Because there is is like a heavenly battle. It's not just this random in-the-moment interruption, like you Mm -hmm. said, where... It doesn't connect to anything for the future. Like there is a true war going on for you, for your family, for your church. Your love for the Lord is a piece of a, you know, body-wide affection for the Lord. Like it all connects together. Like do you ever let your mind think about like the greater battle?
1: Yeah, and I think that's why I tend to think of what I'm doing in the larger scope, like Mm. the farther scope, because there is a battle waging... Day after day, moment after moment. Actually, mm-hmm. um, if you're like me, maybe some other people are a little bit more. Is <laughs> it okay to laugh? Me, angel. <laughs> it is. It is a struggle in my headspace yeah. because I want to do things on my own power, and then I'm very clearly reminded that I can't do it on mm-hmm. my own power. And then, what am I going to do with that? Am mm-hmm. I going to still? be overwhelmed or am I going to say okay this overwhelmed feeling is because I am trying to do it on my own strength I cannot Mm -hmm. I was never meant to do it on my own strength so what do I do with that I must give it to him I have to ask him to take that and to reorient my heart to the things of him so yes the little things that are going on is for the larger you know thing and there is a battle being um waged daily Mm -hmm. within us but I can't Force somebody else to do something the same way I would do it, right? So within mm-hmm. my own home, there's certain expectations that I feel like I am I am requiring for uh, interactions or conversations, mm-hmm. communication, and that's not being met. So do I need to address it or do I just need to understand and it, and what part of that is me and being off kilter mm-hmm. and my expectation? Is it for the larger good or is it something? Now sometimes you do need to address it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's me and it's my uh, sin pattern mm-hmm. of you know what I feel is required in the moment, mm-hmm. if that makes any sense. But it's for the larger, like understanding we have all been placed in the body with certain giftings to build up one another, to encourage one another. I don't have to have the same, nor have I been given the same gifting um, as somebody else. Mm -hmm. So why am I saying that I, you know, should be better in that area if I'm not? Now, sometimes we do need to do better in certain areas because he's calling us to that. But sometimes that's somebody else is supposed to be doing that because they are you know have been given that gifting Mm -hmm. so the larger battle being honoring him in all things um and knowing that like we have been redeemed not for ourselves we're not just you know hey we're gonna go to heaven and like have a great old time but it's like no what are we here for Mm -hmm. you know and we're here to proclaim his goodness his like he's the one that's doing it my limitations my expectations are just that, mm-hmm. like he needs to be glorified and not me like, oh, this is what I should be doing or mm-hmm. this is what I should look like, but am I honestly and fervently wanting him to be glorified? Am I, am I
0: obeying him mm-hmm. in that process and in that journey, I guess? Yeah, you so. used an interesting word in your notes. You, <laughs> you chastise yourself and you said sometimes the way that you go about things is, or think about things, is so childish. Yes. And I thought, okay, there's. So not to confuse ourselves, because we should want to be like a child in some sense. But the question is, what kind of child? Yes. Right. The yes. dependent, not the self-sufficient. Right.
1: Not the one child like <laughs> pitching a fit on the floor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I want to know how things are going to go, or I want to know um, that I am going to. Uh, I would say beat this thing, but it's not mm. about beating it. Mm-hmm. It's allowing the Lord to do the work in it. Mm-hmm. So am I going to sit there going, why am I still doing this? Like, mm-hmm. this is still frustrating me, which there is a good piece to that. But what are you going to do with it? It's always, it should be, but God, mm-hmm. like, yes, I'm walling out here. Mm-hmm. So, but God, Lord, help me mm-hmm. here. And so the childish is going to him and not being the kid on the floor that doesn't want the yeah. the father's help, yep. but going to him and say, I need your help. And I want your help because yeah. I know you are good and you have what is right for me and you have what is good for my flourishing. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's a good distinction.
0: Yeah. I was reading this book yesterday. Um, I can't remember what it's called, but it traces the work of the Holy Spirit through church history spiritual dynamics I can't remember but anyways it was talking about uh cry for help because ultimately you cannot bring life to yourself like mm. you're saying yeah um God must revive um and what is he so if you look throughout scriptures or church history there's like this turning that's like our response is like the cry for help. That is child mm-hmm. childlike, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, so even again, this even longing, and of course only the Holy Spirit can help you do that as well. But still, um, yeah, I just think if I don't find myself having any longing for the Lord or any cry for help, like that's a red flag. Mm-hmm. If, if there's any drift to I got this or mm-hmm. I don't need you or... I'm not willing to even say that word help. Yeah. Um, that's a red f- red flag, or I'm becoming more aware of it, I guess yeah. I should say. Yep. <laughs> but, yeah. So how are you fighting? You've kind of answered it a little bit, but for just my last question in this section, the that not good enough mentality. Can you just say that one more time that you've had, if that's like, Did you say that that was your, the lie of the enemy you tend to believe? Yeah, I definitely feel, um, yeah, yeah, inept, um,
1: that it's not possible type thing. You know, Mm -hmm. somebody's asking me to do something. It's like, no, uh, I need to trust. Mm -hmm. I need to trust um, in him. Um, The process is okay. It's good. It's necessary. Um, He is, he's the one, like, I've got those expectations. And they are, they're, they're my expectations i need to like listen to him i need to replace those lies with the truth mm-hmm. so I, and it sounds silly because we're like oh do you talk to yourself but yeah. really you need to replace like the thoughts if you're somebody like me who the thoughts are coming in those mm-hmm. intrusive thoughts are you know they you can't do anything with the thoughts that pop in mm-hmm. but you can train yourself to like know the truth. And that's required by reading scripture, being around other believers that know scripture better than you, Mm -hmm. that are like maybe more seasoned in certain areas that are really, you know, they've struggled through it or even like just flew through it. Mm -hmm. But how did you do that? What did you do? You know, and um, but primarily, without anybody else around you, is the Lord enough? You're reaching for the Bible, I yeah, keep seeing yeah, yeah. Hand, yeah. like seeing yeah. your hand. Like, yeah, is it enough? Yeah. <laughs> it has to be enough, you yeah. know, or yeah. else, I mean, because what happens when that person, that lifeline, if you will, is mm-hmm. not there anymore? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, so sure. is he enough? Yeah. And so, you know, finding it. So if you claim to be a believer, what do you believe? Yeah. Like, if you're a believer, what do you believe? Yeah. And so that's a challenge for me, too, because it's like, yeah, I believe. And sometimes I just take it for granted. I'm like, well, I trust him. In yeah. some areas, I like, it's just a it, no problem at all. I yeah. trust. But then other areas, I'm like, oh, my goodness, I don't know. So yeah. if I say I trust, do I trust? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's, you know reading the bible seeing what scripture says knowing so i can like counter what the lies of satan Mm -hmm. is um and are and then also also asking the lord to reveal it to me when those lies come in and help me to remember the you know the words and that's what the holy spirit does he's Mm -hmm. so faithful in doing that over and over again you know and then as we are consistent in that It'll just be easier and easier in some areas. Mm-hmm. And then there will be another area that we yeah. need a little bit more work in. But that's the beauty of the long haul with walking with the Lord is he will never leave you. He never gives up. He's never irritated
0: yep. Um. in the, you know, us asking him for what we need. That was the message on Sunday. Children can always interrupt the king. Yep. Yeah. That's right. So pride is not the hallmark of a Christian. And we just talked about being a child, like the basics, we don't ever get past the basics. So I don't think it's, quote unquote, um, above any Christian Mm -hmm. to take the time to do what maybe you just said is like, just simply, you know, you could even get a piece of paper or get someone to ask you so you could practice saying out loud, like, hey, so and so, what do you believe? Or, Mm -hmm. or even, I don't know if you do this specifically, but think intentionally, maybe write out a prayer or like, this is truth, write out a word of truth to yourself that would counter an attack of the enemy. Like you can take action over your thought life. For me, I think thoughts were just something that I was so passive to. Like I could, whatever pops in my head is so random or can be random, but no, Mm -hmm. like in Christ, you can capture your thoughts. You can think new thoughts or Mm -hmm. put his thoughts in your mind. And so being intentional- or it might seem like childlike to do that or you know I should be above that by now but that's that would be prideful yeah. <laughs> like to 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 have the attitude of independence I suppose I'm trying to say yeah so thank you for sharing all that um, can we get to your harvest angel sure. let's
1: do it I think the first thing that really, sticks out for me is Mike and I our relationship like I said before we're celebrating 24 years in September and praise God yes it is literally by the grace of God are we thriving Mm. you know in our marriage and I can honestly say you know a lot of times you say oh I love that man more Mm. than I did yesterday I can honestly say I love him in the deepest sense Mm. today than I ever had before. Like I thought I loved him, you know, and I did, um, you know, when we first got married, like the day we got married, but there's so much that has happened in our 24 years, the seasons and loss and um, successes and so many different things, Uh, job changes, you know, 17 moves, all the the things, Mm. two, you know, beautiful girls, Mm. so many different things, but then taking the time to really be intentional with one another has been hands down like one of the sweetest I guess things to see like we have put the intentionality behind it but not just hey we're just gonna date Mm -hmm. but let's talk about what the Lord has for us Mm -hmm. and every anniversary we sit and we think hey what what is this what did this year look like and yeah. what do we want to do next year where are some ways that we can grow what has the lord been teaching us through this year because each year is so different um so taking that time just to sit and reflect on god's goodness mm-hmm. on his provision on what he has taught and is teaching us and what do we need to step to yeah. you know the following year so that has been the sweetest thing is just we're Um, We have so many moving parts, but it has been the, I think the sweet word is what really comes to mind every single Mm. time. It's just a, a genuine enjoyment, you know, to be with somebody who seeks to honor the Lord, but doesn't put a front like when he is wrong, he is quicker <laughs> yeah. to, um, to see that and he leads me very well in that and he presses me in those areas too. But we seek to honor each other and care for one another better than we did yesterday.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So when we get it wrong, it's like, I am so sorry, that's not what I meant. And we also try to assume the best. And I'm yeah, that's probably, <laughs> I'm probably the worst offender of yeah. like not holding to that. And he has been the biggest voice, you know, other than, you know, the Lord like teaching me that, but you know, earthly voice of let's assume the best of one another like mm. oh yeah that's probably that's probably <laughs> wise that'd probably help us here mm-hmm. um, and most of the time it's just a miscommunication yeah so yeah that's been I think the the sweetest thing for me and then also seeing Charlotte and Kaylee really desiring to honor the Lord within their different contexts, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, They're both very different. You know, Kaylee's 16. Charlotte's almost 22. So they're in very different life stages. But their relationship is a uh, sweet one as well. It's just to see Charlotte doing Kaylee's hair. Yeah. You know, uh, I love it. I don't know Mm -hmm. how else to say it. It it really, I'm at a loss for words just how kind the Lord is to have them have a relationship that my sister and I now as we're older really get to enjoy but that they get to enjoy it so much sooner and I hope that the Lord will sustain that you know for you know the rest of their lives together that is is really neat to see them desire what the Lord has for them Mm -hmm. and not giving into the cultural whim which is so, so loud right now. And they're struggling through what it looks like to love their friends well. And some of their friends are very, very much steeped into that culture. And so they're trying to figure out what that looks like. But I think ultimately, like my walk with the Lord has just really, it's that closer walk. He is so faithful over and over again his faithfulness my like unfaithfulness highlights his faithfulness i think mm-hmm. and he's been teaching me that you know and the, to that training piece of training to see like my inadequacies uh As being a very good thing he is actually (laughs) yes that's where i want you because i'm the one that is going to sustain you i'm the one that is going to teach you what this looks like Mm -hmm. to do all of these things whether you have it modeled correctly or not Um, And sometimes what we think is modeled correctly is actually not. But he is the one that is the foundation. And when we put our lives on his foundation Mm -hmm. and on him, then everything stacks up the way it should be um, instead of wonky. You know, and so when we find that we're going a little bit off, then, you know, he is just faithful to bring us back and, you know, remind us that he is the one that is holding it all together. Um, And it's a very beautiful place to be, to be relying on him and trusting him for what he
0: desires. Yeah, so these are crops that have come up full and they're, I don't know, you've harvested them. And I was just thinking, you know, was there ever a point where you were unsure, <laughs> or oh, where you goodness. doubted? You're like, oh, I'm not sure this is gonna happen. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, for sure. I mean, yeah, uh, there's been a lot of throughout my entire life. Mm-hmm. There have been little bits. I mean, we had a hard time, you know, conceiving. I had Charlotte, and I pridefully say, oh, I think I'm just made for babies. <laughs> yeah, and had four miscarriages after that, and yeah. then had Kaylee. And so, yeah, it's like I don't know what that looks like. And then also, like with my Mike and our relationship and just doing my own thing, you know, and learning what it truly means to love someone well and to be known fully Mm -hmm. um, on this side of heaven. You know, it's it's just a small, sweet taste of, Mm -hmm. you know, the divine of what being fully known is actually like. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, there's (laughs) constantly like, is this ever, you know, but you know that he's good. You trust in him. You obey. And you step to it Mm -hmm. every single moment. I mean, whether it is just you are, you know, like dragging your leg to that next step or whether you're skipping. Mm -hmm. But hopefully over time, you'll just be skipping. Yeah. You know, and then every once in a while you might, you know, fall, but he's still there. Mm -hmm. And hopefully it'll be a quicker pickup. Because you know that he is steady and true
0: and he's there, Mm -hmm. you know, so. I'm trying to think of how to say this, but before we close out. So I'm thinking about how we are blind to our sin. Mm. But even though there might be unknowns in our lives, like we are not blind to Christ if we're in him. Sure. And so like you just said, um, just keep in towards his face, like will keep drawing you out like it's not like you're blind if you are tempted to fear or worry like i am or like you can tend to be and it just seems like a big unknown Mm -hmm. it's like no his face is sure that's right his face is sure that's not blindness does not apply there right um so yeah praise the lord angel and if you don't mind closing out our podcast with whatever you have brought to share from home, and what did you bring?
1: So I, I thought about this a lot, and I've, if it's okay, I'd just like to read Ephesians 3. Okay. Um, and then just pray Sure. basically through that. It, it has been one of the biggest encouragements to me, and then being able to pray that for each lady who is listening and really listen to the words of truth from the Lord and mm-hmm. believing them. So Ephesians 3... 14 through 21 says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory, he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth, And length and height and depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with all the fullness of God. Now, to Him who is able to do far more abundantly than all that we ask or think, according to the power at work within us, to Him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Lord, I thank you so much for these ladies here in the local context and um, wherever. Else they may be listening, Lord. I pray that you will just help them to know your love so deep in their bones that it's not just what they say, but they cannot get it out of them. Lord, I pray that you will help us to remember that we are loved, we are accepted. You have, before the foundations of the world, you have seen us, you know us, you call us by name, Lord. So help us to rest in that truth. Help us to know that you alone. Um, Are sustaining. Every single thing that we are walking through is just a part of your grand plan that you um, provide every single thing that we need to step to what you have for us. Whether we are at home with babies, feeling very overwhelmed, feeling very tapped out whether we are dealing with middle schoolers and high schoolers that are trying to figure out this big wide world. I pray that you will encourage us to have the strength to be obedient to your word. Lord, I pray that you will replace our lies, the lies of Satan. Uh, with your truth. Lord, whether it's um, having college age children or having um, adult-aged children, I pray that you will help us to see the larger picture that all of it is for your glory and your honor. I pray that we would be grateful for what you have given to us. I pray that you will remind us of your strength. Help us to rest in that. Help us to uh, see that um, the revealing of what is in the deepest dark um, parts of our soul that we don't even recognize as you reveal it, that you are um, helping us to see it, and that you will help us to be obedient in that. We ask all of this in your Son's precious and holy name. Amen.
0: Thank you for listening to The Whole Home Podcast, a podcast that displays the unity of sisters in the local church and the way God so wonderfully gives us to each other and our uniqueness and in our sameness for his glory the stories we share weave together as one grand testimony to the work of christ and his faithful presence in the garden of our lives remember the master gardener is always at work so let's yield to him and grow where we're planted